The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Mark Amtower of Amtower and Company, which is entirely responsible for its content. This is Amtower Off Center, sponsored by General Dynamics Information Technology. Every week, author, speaker, consultant Mark Amtower gives you his take on what's going on in the world of government contracting. Amtower Off Center with your host, Mark Amtower. Welcome to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. I'm going to take a little bit of a, a, a side trip to introduce my guest. So, you know, maybe a month or so back, I'm sitting in the office on a, a Saturday morning. I get an email from a guy that I've been connected with for a couple of years, and he, he, uh, it's got this 40-page document attached to an in-mail, 44-page document, actually. And he says, you know, when you have time, take a look at this. And I'm going, it's 44 pages, John. Um, but then I started taking a look at it and going, yeah, I'll do this. Uh, so so we had a chat. And uh, John Kostak, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Great to be here. Um, and, and this paper should be a book. We will discuss that. We were talking about that. Yeah, you're going to help me push it over the line. I think so. I, there I you go. That'd be cool. Uh, well, well worth the effort because I, I get a lot of requests to read other people's stuff, and most of the time, the first thing they need is a really good editor, and then an idea to put in the book because mm. they ain't got one. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I mean, you're a good force to follow behind. You've got you know, you've done some uh, books yourself and. I read them and um, yeah, I thought that's pretty inspiring. And you didn't go to, to sleep. <laughs> I did not. No. All right. Um, so uh, give people a little background on on uh, you, uh, starting with uh, you know the Silicon Valley routine. Oh, um, well, born and raised in D.C. Uh, my dad was a, a D.C. cop. My mom worked for Senator Bill Proxmire up on Capitol Hill, and when I finally uh, uh, you know. Grew my wings Golden out, of, Fleece. out of D.C. Bro- Proxmire? Yes, yes. The quiet, <laughs> the quiet Senator Proxmire. Um, I wanted to to um, get into marketing. I was really caught the marketing bug in college with branding and logos and taglines. And, of course, marketing is so much more than that. But I just I remember in high school driving my old Camaro out around Tyson's Corner when there was just Greensboro Drive, I think, that was out there, and looking up at the – couple tall buildings that were there thinking, gosh, you know, what does it really take to get one of those logos, you know, that's lit up at night, you know, all the way up on top of that building? It must take a, a lot of work, you know, um, and a lot of uh, just uh, planning strategy, but a lot of execution to knowing, really knowing what you do to be able to do that, not from an ego standpoint, but just what does it really take, you know, yeah. to build a business like that? So, yeah, I took off to um, uh, got uh, in some startups in Silicon Valley. Did four startups uh, through the heydays of the '90s, which I think the '90s anybody could do a st- startup pretty much. It was raining money, but to have something to be sustainable and and succeed was a was another one. So I did four, and the first one crashed and burned. Um, learned the most through that, but through these um, uh, you know uh, experiences when people were either popping champagne corks or crying in their soup. I was over, as a marketing geek that I am, I was over in a corner making some notes on my old four P's Kotler diagram. Um, you know, what, <laughs> what's changed, what works, you know, what, what worked and what didn't work. <laughs> Dr. Phil, the original Dr. Phil. Uh, so uh, migrate up to where you are now and what you're doing. 
I'm currently responsible for public <coughs> sector marketing uh, for Broadsoft, which is now a Cisco company. Broadsoft is um, a manufacturer of cloud-based uh, unified communications. They were really one of the early stewards of of that uh, of that business, and recently acquired by Cisco. They fill a good swim lane for Cisco in small business, medium-sized business. And so it's a great fit culture-wise um, also. So uh, all things with public sector, as you would think, with marketing, um, outbound, inbound, you know, strategy, some product management, a lot of writing. I still like to do writing. I love to do writing. Um, I think creative and uh, rich content is still the key, trying to break through all this white noise that we see today. And then, uh, of course, you know, designing campaigns and then going back and measuring, you know, kind of, uh, you know, ex- uh, inspect what you expect, right? Go back and, and measure that. And so that's what I do today. Right. And, and you know, you, you, the content side, just briefly, um, anybody can generate content. Most people generate content whether they want to or not. The question is, is it any good? And does it resonate with the audience that you're trying to reach? Yeah. Well, and most of it doesn't. Well said. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I get this uh, this document uh, through through. Uh, my favorite <clears throat> sandbox, LinkedIn. Um, Saturday morning, I'm usually there playing. Uh, <laughs> either that or I'm watching Flea Market Flip. Uh, <laughs> so just radically uh, uh, different activities. But um, but some days could be close to the topic that we're discussing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, But digital transformation in the seven eyes. And the first thing that I'm, I'm thinking – Oh, he had to have seven eyes, you know. Number one, odd number draws better. We know this, uh, but but it's it's got to be eyes, and it's you know got to be seven. I'm thinking, oh God, this is going to be another one of those things that I'm going to hate to read. And then I start reading, and and I and I didn't stop until I was done. Wow. And that doesn't happen very often. Um, so so let's let's. Why did you put this together first? Uh, gosh, I um. You know, I, I thought a little bit of it has been has been mentoring some of the younger professionals coming into into marketing, and also as we were talking before we started this morning. Uh, you know, we both do adjunct work out of GW, right? You know, and and walking into a, a classroom um, or onboarding young professionals, you know, how do you explain all of this stuff that's happened over the last thirty years? And without you know, you you want to sort of maintain best practices and lessons learned. From days before, but move forward with digital marketing, all the new, you know, cool stuff that they want to hear about. Obviously, social media and all that. But, but I, I just thought that, you know, to so we're not recreating wheels and to propel marketing forward into a position of of truly a strategic position, you know, up there where they it's kind of lost its its forelore over the years with accounting and financial management, you know, and economics. It needs to be the big pinnacle, the big you know corner store back in the mall the way it was 30 years ago, because in my opinion, you know that's the thing that we're missing is this sort of a of a model um, to you know to 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 get yourself niched to find out what you do really really well to exploit that part and to compete and then sustain it. You mentioned beachhead before we started this morning. You know exactly. You know get a start, establish your beachhead. And so how do I explain that? And how do you kind of organize all of that moving forward. And I had all these notes and was traveling with my son one day. We were going over to CBIT in Germany. And he, he also works in the, in the federal sector for Adobe. And he said, Dad, you know, you really need to put that stuff into a, some kind of a, you're getting coffee stains all over this stuff. You know, you're going to lose it one day. And so I went ahead and, and um, 
I put it into a, you know, a, an, sort of an agile model. I love the four-piece stuff that we grew up with Kotler, but, you know, it's missing. It's First of all, it's over half a century old. Um, and secondly, you know, it's missing sort of the agility, the the iteration that we like to work in today in workshops and scrum, you know, doing scrum workshops and whatnot. It also misses, it, it misses out on data analytics. Um but more so, it's more of an inside-out, you know, ivory tower looking down. This is what you will buy. This is what we're going to do, you know, blah, blah, blah. In this case, this is more outside-in, um, you know, of a model. And so I put this wheel together and started laying out what I thought pricing really is today. You know, it's more about investing. What I thought sort of my, through my experiences and what works and what doesn't work, what is innovation? And, 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 and we all can't be Googles and, and, and LinkedIn's and have billions of dollars innovate. Sometimes you have to kind of like look around and make lemonade out of lemons, right? Yeah. So I started putting all these components <coughs> together and sort of modernizing it and seeing what it means to me today. And then, like I mentioned, with my past experiences, what's worked and what hasn't worked. Um, and then peppered it with some digital, you know, all the digitalness that we do today with, uh, with marketing. And it ended up being, you know, not seven eyes, but it was seven things. And I started going through thinking, well, gosh, the first thing you do is you really do interpret you know, what's my situation? You know, yeah. look in the mirror. Who am I as a company? Who are my stakeholders? You know, what am I really going to be accountable for at the end of the day? And I went through this and I'm like, well, you know, what looks like we could do maybe a cute seven eyes thing here. And it just, yeah. it, it just, it was like, it was meant to happen. It flowed, it worked in a place and I finished and it, it and I took a deep breath. And I was and like, oh, what did I just sense. do? You know, your, your eyes definitely make sense. And we're going to get into individually each uh, interpret, innovate, identify, invest, implement, influence, and inspect um, along the way. But we're going to take our first break, and then we will uh, be back with uh, John Kostak. Uh, you're listening to Amtower Off Center on Federal News Radio 1500 AM and uh, federalnewsradio.com. Back in a minute. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com at 1500 AM. I'm here with uh, John Kostak of Broadsoft. Uh, we're both adjuncts at uh, GW. Uh, and you can find John on LinkedIn, last name K-O-S-T-A-K, John Kostak. Um, I, I, I suggest you do. Hook up. Uh, will you send people a copy of this if they want it? Absolutely. That'd be cool. Yeah, there you thanks. go. So, um if, if you're a marketing person, if you're a business development person, if you're a salesperson or a CEO of a, a small or mid, you would digest CEOs of big companies while somebody else read it for them. So if you're a CEO of a big <laughs> company, get it and give it to whoever reads stuff for you. Uh, you can download it and on a podcast, listen to it in your car, and it'll keep you awake because, you know, for you know for a few minutes you'll be saying, There's what podcast the heck on is this, this too? What you have podcasts on this? <laughs> I'd love that. Um I listen to stuff like that in the car. All right, so let's let's start. Um, the the uh, uh, first of all, title: Digital Transformation Seven Eyes. What do you mean by digital transformation? Whew, yeah, big word, right? Um, and uh, and modernization. I think with with Gov, you know, we we tend to think of modernizing you know, more than um, more so. And you know, digitally digital transformation in this application is really more about where the rubber meets the road, transforming your business uh, and transcending transcending it into where it needs to, to, to get to. We, we, to say digital, everything pretty much is digital today, um, but you know, how, how are you gonna evolve? How are you gonna grow your brand? How are you gonna maintain your, your niche, your viability um, for, the long, for the long haul? You know? And um, 
and so and so if you don't have some sort of a process, some sort of a a strategy going forward. It doesn't have to be a strategy that takes a year, you know, six months. Nobody has that kind of time today. But you have to sort of, um, you know, have a methodology to, to tackle this because things are changing all the time. Data is changing all the time. You think you have, know your SWAT, you think you know your competitors, and all of a sudden, bam, you get blindsided by somebody that comes into the industry because they bought their way in and they've always wanted to be here, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, now, now what do you do? But uh, you go back to your method, you go back to your process, and you plug back in the blender and you see what it, what it comes up with. And so if you don't do that, I always like in, in the class with my students, I always, when I'm teaching, I always like to say it's like sweeping up live ants. If you don't have a, a methodology in marketing, I have this old house up in West Virginia and in the springtime, the ants come out and, you know, you, if you're sweeping up, you, if you ever done that, it's, it's crazy. You got, you know, it doesn't work. So you've got to have some kind of a process to, to tackle this. Otherwise it'll drive you nuts. Yeah, I spent too much time up in West Virginia because my daughter did her graduate work there and uh, I had to drive up like once a month or something. And, you know, wasn't a bad drive, you know, no. beautiful through going it through is beautiful. Cumberland and the Gap and stuff. But uh, Good schools too. Yes. Good, good people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, definitely a good school. Just don't go there on a football weekend. <laughs> <laughs> they, they close roads and you can't get anywhere. Uh, so uh, let's start with I number one, interpret. Just take it away. Uh, well, it, you know, f- before to, to kick off any kind of a project, whether it's an organization or starting a new, you know, you want to do a rebranding um, project, you want to develop a new taxonomy, you want to go through message grids, you know, you uh, you got a new product launch, whatever it might be. The first the, the first things that you look at are really yourself. You look at your company almost like it's a mirror. You know, who, who really are you? And are you trying to, to, to be something else, something that you're not? If you don't get these things right up front, then they come back to, to haunt you later. And I know it sounds really simple, but um, uh, sometimes, you know, it's the, it's the things that we do. It's, it's, you know, to, to be pithy about this is really important and be very clear. So who are my stakeholders um, and what are their expectations? You know, if you're a venture-backed uh, a startup company, you know, it's not just about you and your and your starting team. You know, you've got um, people now that have other expectations, uh, and what are those? And, and and they're all about success, but there's different nuances to that. And you have to understand, you know, what their needs are, uh, and really be engaged and, and tune into that. Of course, they're going to let you give you enough rope to run the business and run with. But you know, really understand what your strengths are, wh- where is your weakness lies. Be honest about that. Where are your gaps? Where are your pitfalls? It's almost better to to be brutally honest about what you can't do, you know, what you don't want to do, what you don't have the passion for up front, than to to ha- to be supercharged with this patent, you know, that you did in school with your team, or you know, and you just want to get funding and just go go go. So it really is taking a a, a very important time out, I, I think, and I've lived through that. I mean, I've I've been on the on the dark side of 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 interpret of missing of of saying, hey, wait a minute, we didn't talk. We need to talk more about that fifth thing that we're not really good at, you know, that might come back to haunt us. Like uh, running a company. <laughs> <laughs> you always need somebody to drive the bus. <laughs> IP is great. You know, technology right. is wonderful, but you still need a business shell around it. So yeah. uh, you've got a couple of things uh, in the interpret chapter that I want a little more okay. info on, uh, particularly the uh, cognitive computing and the KPIs. Yeah, well, uh, it, it's setting up objectives before when you start out for the business, um, you know, for your long-term growth, 
for the team, what your sales objectives might want to be, what your margins objectives would be, you know, um, even even uh, to a certain extent competition. You know, they always it's kind of a cliche, but your best competitors are one that's you know ones that you can choose yourself. And there's a lot to that. Um, so setting up, you know, how you're going to measure yourself early on. And to be fair about that, I know in sales, you know, you're selling to the government book, for example, you know, you're, there's a lot about about qualifying leads and then closing on those leads. But if you don't have realistic expectations about, you know, what you're going to close and what your you know, pipeline should be and funnel should be, then there's going to be finger pointing, you know, down the road. So you know, setting up KPIs, setting up the met- key metrics to measure yourself are important doing it in the beginning and then you, know, you can do checks throughout and of course at the end the, the last thing that I talk about inspect well I know we'll get to but you know that's really uh, uh, inspecting what you expect you know a, a out of that do you make your adjustments at that point yes and that's a beautiful well, it's yeah. a beautiful thing about this wheel you know it it, it and it's not a, it's not a per, nothing is perfect today it's things will change and 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 I publish a lot about this uh, methodology because I want people to participate and comment and say, "Hey, you know, this could change. This is, you know, this is, this could be better." Um, you know, and, and so maybe you know, there's eight things on this thing or ten things, but you know, this is a living and breathing sort of methodology that uh, can adapt. And to do that, you've you've got to have respect for the data and 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 but but be, but be, be careful about the data, right? Just because you can measure everything today doesn't mean you go and measure everything today. Right. You know? Okay. Item number two, innovate. Ah, uh, we don't have, all of us don't have deep pockets like the Googles of the world, you know, to go and, and set up uh, divisions, you know, to, to just simply do R and D. So, you know, it really is looking at your, at, at, at the, you know, the, the principles you've established in the interpret stage and then building around that, you know, what do we identify as being our strengths? Um, is there some weaknesses that we need to have in our core wheelhouse that we need to learn, you know, to, to go forward? And what are those? Are there things that places that we don't want to step into and we'll let other people do that. And, and so that's, um, you know, that's what, uh, innovating is really about it, you know, not just R and D, not just product development, uh, developing a roadmap, if you will, but it's also um, about you know, leveraging your core competencies and building, you know, building a plan uh, around that. You know, that that's um, honest and and transparent, so you can succeed. Okay. And something, and I, I mean, better to and and it could be something very very small uh, or, or very large. It could be a small business. Could be venture backed. It could. This could be a new product launch. But you know, if better to have a little bit of something than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. One one of the things in here really really uh, grabbed me because it 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 takes me back to the you know our our friends Jack Trout and Al Reese uh, and positioning exploiting gaps. So explain what you mean by the gap. Yeah. Well. So through your yes, exactly through. Um, uh, and uh, it's funny you mentioned those gentlemen, but it's um, uh, you know if you if you look at at particular um, gaps in in uh, in in you know your technology or what your intellectual property might be or maybe your com- competitors, you know it's it sometimes those are opportunities you know opportunities to exploit, and if it's something that's in your wheelhouse or close to it, 
that if you can, you know, pick up and adapt another feature, uh, another attribute to the product, or maybe, you know, acquire another a small piece of technology to build on, to bolt on, integrate to what you're currently doing. Um, and if it can, can get you through, you know, that waterway into, uh, into truly, you know, owning your, your segment uh, and, and uh, being positioned stronger. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those yeah. niches you mentioned earlier, you know, that beachhead, you know, it's yeah. not just a beachhead, but you have a little beachhead, but underneath underneath the sand, what they don't see is you're setting up, you know, strong foundations. Right. Uh, you're, you're building a pier to bring in the rest of the ships and the supplies. So. I hope so. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. We shall return right after this. Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. Once again, too bad you can't hear the outtakes of this because we're having a really good time and, uh, and, and telling stories and stuff that unfortunately won't make the air. Uh, I, <laughs> I number three, identify. <laughs> so, um, okay, I got to focus here. Yeah, I have a little bit too much fun. Um, uh, under identify, I have a, I've got a, a two notes there. It's kind of a sub title. I call it, uh, individuate. I hope that's a word. I think it is. It is uh, now. Okay. It is now. Yeah. And, um, I'll call the OED people. Okay. All right. Just let me get out of the building first. And, um, uh, innermost value, you know, so I, 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 I tell the story about early in high school and you know, driving around Tyson's looking up at the logos and how do they get there and all that. But uh, it's more such much more today. You know, branding is so much more than a logo, a tagline, a color palette. And it's uh, it's everything. Uh, it can be everything, the whole tapestry throughout marketing, because it really ties, uh, you know, your it ties your 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 customers and prospects to what you stand for, what you're all about. And then that's tied to experience. And today, as as it's it's a bit of a cliche, but I love it. Experience is is really everything. And so you know, understanding now that you understand, now that you know, you've interpreted what you're what you're all about. You know your strengths, weaknesses. You've got your intellectual property. You know what you're really good at. You, you see what now you understand. You discovered what you're what you've been put on this uh, God given earth. You know to do. Mm-hmm. What do I do with this? And um, uh, going to market. You know, you now want to, you want to put a face on it. You know, what are we going to call this thing? Uh, what are we going to stand for? You know, what will we not stand for? And um, uh, if it's uh, for if it, when it comes to cause types issues, which is becoming something today, you know, uh, even big companies had to step step up and and step up to the bar and, and explain what they stand for and and what they don't. And um, in social, you know, social uh, uh, media marketing and uh, building your social currency of a company. All these things go back to your brand, you know, what you really are all about and what that experience is. And if you do that right and it's tied and integrated, you know, to to this model, then it, it that's something that is, is going to help transcend you and, and digitally transform you, you know, forward to be sustainable. You know, so you're, you'll, you'll uh, be acknowledged that way. Yeah, let me ask a, a slightly different question here. So let's let's say you're a large company with an established brand, and you're coming into the government market, but you're known for technology in the consumer arena, and you want to play here. So can can you uh, 
how, how do you reshape your brand management from the guy who sells the refrigerator to the guy who's really got some neat technology for uh, public sector? That's a really, really good question. I think of a couple of uh, experiences and stories. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, see, uh, this is a distributor and a little bit off-centered um, to what you're talking about. But I think with your own tagline, you can appreciate being off-center. I'm not a symmetrical kind of person myself. I'm um, not linear. So let's go. All right. <laughs> so uh, I think of CDW, you know, and, and, and they, you know, they probably – boil the ocean a little bit from a marketing research standpoint when they wanted to tackle the government and they were very uh transparent there, about by the way it. i well okay i think i remember <laughs> reading that part of in your book too um and 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 so you know you i think they were humble about it at first saying how do we approach this market what's an investment going to be what do we need uh and then and then what's leverageable from our own you know, our own brand um, and, and social currency from the commercial side of the business. And at the end of the day, I think they decided, hey, you know, our our brand stands for you know, service. It stands for, you know, saying, you know, d- doing what we say and, and saying as we do. And um, we're going to just put a G on the end, you know, uh, for well, lack of, of, of a better the, direction. The funny thing is they started with E and G rather than just G. That's, so they yes. were going to education and government. And, and when I went up the first time, I said, you know, the government doesn't want to buy those little computers that go into the kindergarten classroom, so you might want to separate this. But it all started before I got there uh, with a guy named Bill Singleton, who was their database manager. Mm. And he segmented, after attending one of my sessions uh, when I was touring the country in, in late 90s, early 2000s, doing best practices, he segmented their data into the buying segments, and he went to manage his manager and said, you know, 15% of our business is coming from government credit cards. Wow. <laughs> Go, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's um, uh, so there you go. I mean, things evolve, but but... That that's a good company that really you know knew themselves well, and they also knew the 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 crazy hot mess sometimes storm they were rolling into. You know how to be prepared mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, I I think we just we sort of are experiencing it now with uh, where I am now. It's at Cisco. You know we've they acquire a lot of companies. They're rolling in all of these unified communications applications. Um, they all come with some great brands, some great product names and whatnot, but. Um, you know, going forward to try to to explain all of that, I think at the end of the day, they just thought, hey, you know, we have WebEx and people know WebEx and let's just, uh, uh, you know, keep this pithy and we'll build around we'll build around that um, brand. And so, so it's become sort of like, you know, give me a Coke, even though maybe I want a Dr. Pepper or a Pepsi or go Xerox this, you know, right. even though you've got a Canon copier. I think they decided, hey, you know, we've got enough equity, uh, brand equity in this. Let's just roll with WebEx and keep it simple. Yeah. And build and, around that. Um, you know, we, we use it in the webinars at GW, so captive audience here. So. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that? Yes. That we're embedded or you're embedded? <laughs> uh, all right. Let's migrate on here to, uh, uh, to investments or invest. Yeah. One of my favorite ones because I, I, I was a, you know, I, I was a, a Microsoft user for years, and and then um, 
you know, getting into being in marketing, of course, we use a lot of Macs. And, and then on my own, I went and, and bought a Mac for the first time about 10 years ago. And wow, I was blown away by the by the, the, the cost of it. You get a lot for what you pay for, but still, it's not just like, you know, um, going on tiger.com and getting a $400 PC. So I thought, how do these guys do this? Is it really about what the, you know, price something to what the market will bear? There's got to be, there's more to this. You know? And so that's also where brand ties in because, you know, they get you to buy into their ideology. All right. Albeit save the world or what have you, but you know, you buy into that ideology and, and that stands for something. When you're in a coffee shop and you're using a particular product, you know, you, you're <clears> part of that, uh, Experience. I'm using that word, overusing it, but uh, you get to be a part of that you know, group. Yeah, I'm convinced that the uh, the hardcore uh, Apple people have this little altar in one room in their house with incense and Steve's picture back there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I use another a funny tale, and that is the, the the coffee shop that makes these great muffins around my wife and I go. And you know, it's a lot of money to pay for a muffin, but you. We not only pay it, but we tip the guy a little bit because we don't want him to go and get another chef. You know, we don't want them to change anything. We want them to keep it there. And for us, uh, everything we have to do day in, day out, if we can get a good cup of coffee and our muffin, we can move mountains throughout the day, you know, until dinner time. Bingo. And so, yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> investing is really about getting your doing things so right that, you know, your, your customer is going to want to invest in you. And it doesn't get any better than when that happens. Point. Um, we're not going to take a deep dive into any of these, and this is why I'm going to encourage you to reach out to John on LinkedIn and get this document, or is it downloadable from your profile there? I believe it is, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, but a- a- after you download it, you want to connect to him anyway. So let's let's migrate on. Uh, we have three more eyes to hit here. Implement. Implement is a, is a sort of a modern-day channels i know going back to our cotler days of the four p's uh i think it was you know place uh, talk about eyes i mean i think he had four p's and he said okay what do i do with channels that's a c and he just said place and i just remember yeah. in school the teacher i was i don't know 19 years old saying when is a refrigerator not a refrigerator and it's when <laughs> it's sitting in columbus when it's supposed to be in miami you know and i i had to really think about that one for a long time um and until I finally got it. And today with channels, it's a lot of fun because now you can start, you know, outside in. You can start with the customer. You can start with what that experience you expect um, to, to them to have with the product or service or your company or your business. Um, and then work backwards to figure out, okay, how do I deliver that consistently um, day in, day out, you know, for the long term? Do I... Can, can, can I deliver this just directly over the internet? You know, or do I need a kiosk in the mall? Or do I need you know tier one, tier two? Do I need to sign up a, a, a CDW to to do my you know d- distribution? What kind of supply chain do I need? But it's really today it's the, the modernization of marketing. You know, is in and getting through this digital transformation phase. What is this about? This this is it right here. This is another key point. Is that it's about you know outside the customer first. And then working backwards to see what you have to do to um, set up your, your your channels model to accommodate that. Cool. Uh, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. Uh, I'll be back to wrap up with John right after this. 
Welcome back to Amtower Off Center on federalnewsradio.com and 1500 AM. I'm here today with John Kostak. We're talking about it, it, it's it's really um, short book length, ebook length, digital transformation, seven eyes, seven eyes of modern, the seven eyes of modern marketing wheel. I'm not sure I don't like that part, um, but but it is a wheel and it, it goes around and around. And with with certain steps in here, especially when we get to to the last step, it's almost a self-aligning wheel. So let's go on to uh, uh, influence, John. Um, influence is is uh, you know exactly exactly about how you can ignite this whole thing. Now you know you've 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 come up with how do you in, inspire, how do you incite, and how do you promote. You know your your product or service or company or organization or your your team to to uh, make some call to action happen. You know what do you want to happen from the from uh, uh, the end game? And I think uh, when folks today, when they, when they're reflecting on marketing, they probably think of um, social media. They think of LinkedIn. You know they think of uh, uh, Twitter and you know Facebook and um, but. And then, so that's probably you know the the exciting, more you know more relevant things for uh, for folks today. But as we've been talking about, there's so many other things to to marketing leading up to this. And so influence is where it all comes together. This is where you know you build it, you design a campaign. You this is where you bring it together. You've you you know what you stand for. You know what your product is about. You've got a face on it now. You've got a name for it. Uh, you know where you're going to go. You know where you're not going to go. And you know how you're going to deliver it through your channels. And you know how you're going to price it. You know, to, and hopefully to get your customers to invest in you. And <clears throat> what do we do? So we, you know, you design a go-to-market um, plan. You have a campaign or a series of campaigns, and that's where all these fun things come together. Your, you know, your white papers, your solution sheets, your websites, your microsites. Uh, you look at your message grids that you developed. You know, you bring your taxonomy in and you tie it all together. Uh, it's a it's a ton of work, but having done all these other things up front first, it, it this becomes the most fun part of the, you know, if you're if you're partying on the bus with this wheel, the seven eye wheel, this is where you're really throwing your hands up, having <clears> a blast because it all comes together here, and without forgetting to to be creative because if you don't have a creative spin to it, you need just attention span today. It's it's, it's you know not just being relevant with what you're going to be saying, and now you will be because you're positioned strategically with this sort of method with this methodology but you got to have some create creativity around it to to break through yeah i agree um so um let's migrate on to the final um and then we can then we can play a little bit um <laughs> so am in, i going to have like game tokens and i can you know yeah sure why not cool um we'll swing by the casino later <laughs> um i don't gamble uh, inspect. Uh, this is a great little um, uh, end tuck to to you know to review your what's worked and what I mean. I, I we say lessons learned and best practices, but just to be pragmatic, you know, you look at your you you look back at what just happened, um, and maybe this whole event with the methodology and your strategy and your campaign maybe it took a week maybe it took six months maybe it's been a three-year you know a three-year ordeal but um you know you 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 don't have to boil the ocean looking back because between each one of these stages 
you know, there is a little portion of this already because you run a scrum, you look at your data all the time, you know, so you shouldn't be totally um, blindsided um, when you're getting to your last stage of inspect. You just want to go back and prepare reports and show where your marketing dollars are, are going to, you know, what your, where's your uh, return on investment and, uh, and then give a lot of credit back to, you know, to those um, hard workers on the team that, you know, that made it happen. You factor in a, a soft return versus a hard return on investment. Yeah, I think there are some soft dollars you have to be cognizant of. You know, there are pull through. Uh, after my startup days in the Valley, being in Silicon Valley and then Stockholm and also in Boston, I wanted to settle down and I worked for did uh, carrier large corporate marketing for a decade. Yeah, um, and you uh, can say their name. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yeah. it, it's it, you know that ex- for me. For me, you know that um, uh, that taught me a lot about because they have a whole huge platform of of products and services, and pull through became a big buzzword. I'm like, well, what is this pull through thing? And you know, so that was hard dollars being spent on campaigns and marketing that were pulling through, you know, for other products and services um, on the uh, on the back end, and and that was always accounted, you know, into the ROI. Cool. Um, so. Mercifully, we have a few minutes left, and I want to I want to do a little brain picking. So, when when uh, where do you network? First of all, as as a, as a marketing guy in this market, you got where where's your office? Virginia? Yeah, yes. I'm in, shocked. In, in Tyson's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I do all my writing in my home office. Uh, I, okay. My home is is actually up in Morgantown, West Virginia, still my residence. So okay. I hide up in the loft and I'll write a white paper or you know do something silly like that. Okay. So, so you you uh, telecommute? For well, I've got an apartment here. I we live in Bethesda, and then okay. and then yep, I'm I'm back and forth, and or you'll find me in at the Tyson's office. Okay. All right. So, but but I mean, do you do you do any uh, any? I I'm I'm asking this because you know. Luann Brosman started Government Marketing Universe, our universe, university about two years or so back. And, uh, you know, it's getting, it's getting some traction. Uh, but there, you know, I, as a marketing guy, there are not a tremendous number of places to network. So I'll go to regular business events. You know, I spoke at the AFCA Industry Day for Fort Belvoir. Uh, and, and I go, you know, I go to Bloomberg, uh, briefings. Those are pretty good. Um, but I'm not seeing a lot of marketing people there. I see BD and salespeople Mm -hmm. there, Mm -hmm. you know, account managers. Mm -hmm. Um, so do you get out? I, I, I do. Um, I, uh, uh, I mean, I, I do a lot with social media because it's just so doggone convenient. And I've been taking, you know, your lead uh, uh, to investigate more with LinkedIn, you know. And I think um, the groups there, you know, we've talked about that, right? And you know, they're getting better. They they had a good thing going, and now they're going to hopefully get back to that. But um, I follow some of the Eventbrite stuff, and I go to the to the conferences, especially in in my area of business, you know, for my day job, right? To follow, so um, to keep up on that, and and that's really it. I I need to do more uh, of that. And I think we need more venues that are more focused on this kind of a topic, you know, to um I just think it's needed. Yeah. Um offline I'll discuss one of those things with you that I discussed last night with one of the deans at uh uh GW. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Um, we can start something, you know. We can go out to the old uh 
Pizza Inn yeah. there in uh, you know New Carrollton. There you go. Uh, everybody Hang eats on. pizza, right? Except for those gluten people, um, <laughs> whoever they are. Where were they when I was growing up? Anyway, um, so uh, LinkedIn. Um, you you joined probably back in the in the mid. 2000s, 2005, 6, somewhere I think there. Yes, I think it was April or May in 2004. Okay. Oh, you're only two months behind me then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we were in the first quarter million members. Whoopee. Uh, were you like me back then? I sat there and waited for something to happen for almost three years. <laughs> yes. Well, right. And then there was the one that's in Europe. Um, they're, they're counter to that. You know, I think I joined those two at the same time just to I can't. I forget the name of it, but I, I kept getting invitations to. It. I'm going. I'm already in one, not using that. Why would I join a second one, not use that too? So. I mean, I but, think that there is a. You mentioned some kind of an outlet like this to come out and and to engage more. Quite honestly, I, I mean, I love those those channels, but they're becoming more and more one way. I think people have less and less time, and it's becoming more of an ad board uh, to some respects. Mm -hmm. You know, so. We need more workshops like this where we, you know, roll up the sleeves and really delve into things and where people can make mistakes and, and learn along the way, you know. Not, not everything has to be so perfect and tidy, you know, like you see on these posts sometimes with social media. I'm like, wow, that, they must spend a lot of time preparing that. You know, my stuff is kind of <laughs> ugly compared to that. It's like setting up the dominoes. <laughs> they, they will fall this way, but you have to set them up just so. All right. John Kostak, the, uh, the paper, the soon-to-be book is Digital Transformation in the Seven Eyes. Uh, Kostak, K-O-S-T-A-K. Find him on LinkedIn. You can download uh, this, uh, this extended white paper there. I strongly suggest you do so. This is really good stuff. Uh, John, thanks for coming in, man. Oh, anytime. Great, great to be here. It was fun. Uh, yep. This is not my day job. Uh, if you need help on the marketing side, I, I do uh, Kibitz marketing plans. I am not an ad agency. I have never been an ad agency. Uh, I am a market advisor. Uh, I focus uh, a lot of my business lately, last several years, on helping companies leverage LinkedIn as a marketing platform. So if you need help in this arena, drop me a line. And thank you very much for listening to Amtower Off-Center. You've been listening to Amtower Off-Center, sponsored by General Dynamics Information Technology. If you missed any part of this program, you can hear the entire show or any of our weekly programs anytime at federalnewsradio.com. Amtower Off-Center, only on Federal News Radio, 1500 AM and federalnewsradio.com.